Welcome back to the hot seat here on UTARadio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, and Facebook Live. I'm Micah. Call Cole alongside the man, the greatest co-host of all time. My personal favorite, Creighton Branch. <laughs> the Creighton Branch. The Birdman. The one and only Birdman. I like I like how loud you were on the microphone there. That's Sorry, nice. I didn't mean to scare you. Or you scared me to death, but I'll take it. I will I will take it. Um, well, so do we have them up? Yes, we just posted a question. Perfect. For- we got interactive questions for you guys tonight to see where you land on all of our segments. So now we can kind of get a little idea of how our viewers feel Absolutely. about some of these questions. Absolutely, because, you know, even though I win every debate here on the hot seat, <laughs> Micah needs Maybe. some reassurance from time to time, at least some validation. So that's why we're doing this. <laughs> oh, you gave me, on. you gave me the. I get, want a few. <laughs> don't get, don't give me that. You gave me the cry, and you were like, "Can we please have some people vote? Because I'm just getting beat down so hard." I just, oh no, I just, that is not true. <laughs> I'm just saying. I love you, Creighton, but that's wrong. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, Micah, no, that is not a shot at your son, Kathy. The per, the the purple <sighs> and gold, the Los Angeles Lakers, are 11th right now in the Western Conference. <laughs> As we keep saying, this is not where we thought they would be. We all picked them to probably make the playoffs, whether you had them in a fifth, the sixth, seventh, or eighth seed was your decision. They did not win last night or the day before that or before that, but they did beat the Pelicans three games ago. <laughs> so that's good. They've lost three straight, is what I'm trying to say. And oh, that's great. I know. And. My question to you, Mike, is as LeBron James tonight is creeping on surpassing Michael Jordan for fourth all-time in points scored, will this hurt LeBron James' legacy as what we know him to be? He's on the Mount Rushmore. I think most people put him on the Mount Rushmore. Some people have him as second of all time. If he doesn't make the playoffs, does this hurt his legacy? If one season shouldn't decide a legacy. Yeah, but he's LeBron James. I know he's LeBron James, but like... Even the best of them have that kind of season where it's just not going their way. I'm going to go with no right now. I I get it. Everyone is like, oh, there's such high expectations for this guy. But I'll give him a pass on this one. Like, I don't think it defines who, the legacy that he's made. He's still won three championships. He's been to nine finals. Come on, man. So? You're going def- to say this hurts his legacy. Yeah. Maybe a little bit, but... Come on now. I don't think it hurts it. Remember, he's only, he's only missed the playoffs twice Correct. his first two years. Now where do you put that? Anywhere else? Are you still sticking where you're at? I'm going to stick where I'm at. Okay. I, I, f- I feel content. It, it's a tough situation to come in with a lot of young players and a, you know, a coach that maybe isn't what we thought he was. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of problems going on right now. Like, it's not just LeBron. I agree that LeBron is a big problem, like a big portion of the problem. Like, he obviously has part of the equation, but I don't think it's all his fault. Like, okay. there's a lot of blame to go around. But okay. um, I completely disagree with you. I think okay. this... Hey, you're entitled to your opinion. Oh, well, thanks a lot. I think this completely hurts LeBron James' legacy. I don't care who he's playing with. Remember who he took to the finals last year as the broomsticks got brought out on his butt? He took an absolute team of nobody. These guys are a whole lot better 
than a Rodney Hood and a, you know, beat up Tristan Thompson and a J.R. Smith who doesn't know left from right or doesn't know how to count time on the shot clock or this, you know, the game clock. He doesn't know any of that. These guys are much better between a Brandon Inger who's balling out, a Lonzo Ball who, yes, is hurt, but he has not been hurt the entire season. Number two overall pick two years ago. Okay. A Rajon Rondo who had a really promising time with the Pelicans. Lance Stevenson. You know, I get it. The guys can't shoot three-pointers. That was a mistake by Matthew Johnson and LeBron James because he's part of the front office. Don't give me that. He's not. He is. That was a mistake by them to not go get three-point shooting. But with that team, he should easily be a six or a seven right now. Easily. I don't care. And he's been hurt. I understand he's been hurt. Okay? But... He's all, he's not like he's been hurt. He hasn't been hurt for 30, 40 games. Okay? 16, 17 games, 15 games. You can recover from that. And, and my the, last and thing, weird... hold on. My last thing is, <laughs> is if we are going to label this man as either the greatest of all time or the second greatest of all time, he's got to make the playoffs or at least get in the eight seed and find a way. It is not enough to go nine straight in the East, then you come over to the West, where we obviously know it's significantly tougher than it is where you were playing, and you fail to live up to the hype over there. And something I will agree with you on on this particular argument is he has better players, though, with the Lakers. Oh, heck yeah. He had a bunch of role players with Cleveland. So the fact that he got where he was last year is absolutely insane. He'd be able, he was That's able the to, thing. He was able to carry that team virtually by himself to the finals. Why do you think that is? Why because do you think they that, got there? Because he was that good. I know. But also, why do you think they were there? Why? I mean, the East was rather weak. Thank you. That's but exactly still, why. Even in the Eastern Conference, that's a tough thing to do with the it, players. I get that. that he had. Yeah. But coming to the West, he still had much better talent around him than he's had in the last couple of years at, at Cleveland. He has. I mean, come on, Jr. You certainly got better players than Jr. Smith. And Jr. Smith was a good player at one point, but it's just a whole well, different yeah, ball that's game. True, but man, that, that that play last year might define his legacy. <laughs> <laughs> but here's we my all thing: remember that. if we are going to sit there and we're going to put <sighs> LeBron James on this throne, this this high throne of being in the same class as Michael Jordan, who to me is never going to get there. Actually, okay, I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. One. But if most people are going to put him there or put him second of all time above some people, or maybe third or fourth, you cannot just come over to the West and it's not like they're seventh or eighth. I'd give him a pass if he was in the playoffs at seven or eight. I understand. That's hard enough. That's that would be with the team he's got there just to make the playoffs. I think I think is a good enough accomplishment for you the first year. But when you're eleventh with five and a half games back, Yikes. that is that is not good enough. Not good enough. And here's the thing too. It's not like he's playing full effort every night. There is many, 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 many times this year where he has taken off on the defensive side of the ball and not played. And there was times, there was a time last night, Micah, where Kyle Kuzma literally pushed LeBron James to his defender so he would go defend him. He just doesn't play defense. So how could somebody, how could somebody look at that and say, one, that dude's better than Michael Jordan. And two, I think that's out of my head now. What that, that first question? What do you mean? That's not a okay. Thing, yeah, being better than Michael Jordan. And that's two, out of and, and, and my now. and my second question is 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 when he's not showing this effort, how can that not hurt his legacy? 
Because he's not even, he's not, it's not like he's trying, going, he's playing 40 minutes a night. I understand that. But he's really playing like 25 because half of the time he's taking off on defense, let somebody else cover it. How could you say that? Because he, he hasn't put in enough effort. How can you say that this shouldn't hurt his legacy? The way he has played this year. He just, and I get it, he's older, but that that's shouldn't no matter. Excuse. That's no excuse for that's someone no excuse. that we're calling, that some people are suggesting is the greatest of all time. I I agree with you in some senses there. On, I mean, he does need to pick up the effort, particularly on the defensive end. And the fact that he's called out people. Oh <laughs> my God, don't even, yeah. The fact that, that he's called out people, worse. like, that's... <laughs> it's like okay, maybe he'll start trying. No, no, nothing's no, happening because he's the he is the worst at passive aggressiveness. He is the the biggest finger pointer I've ever seen on this side of sports. Maybe besides Big Ben Roethlisberger or something like that. He just all the time is pointing fingers. I just when he if he misses the playoffs, which it's a point one percent chance that he does make it. So one percent chance to get the one. Pick. Obviously, that obviously, well, it's gone down that they lost last night. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. So or the number one ago. pick is going up now because they lost. Well, they're not going to get the number one pick because the thing is with the NBA with the rule change from yeah, last year, it's a lot. It's almost now. impossible. Yeah, it's really and that's why now. they did it. But uh, with all that, I I don't see how it couldn't hurt his legacy because it's it's between the point and the fingers, not playing defense, didn't make the playoffs. He was from the East, move over to the West, so obviously shows you he has a much tougher time. He's playing with better players, okay? Would you say the Sacramento Kings are better than the Lakers? With all, with right the now? talent, No, with the talent lined up, head, you know, toe-to-toe. Oh, yes, the record wise? is, but talent-wise. I think the Lakers have the better talent. Thank you. I really do. Thank you. That's all I got to like, say. Based on, based on the stats and the, and the paper, yes. But based on the results, no. <laughs> this That's year, a, anyway. This uh, year. But yeah, it's probably because I think that they're just playing better. Like they're playing up to their potential. With the Minnesota and Timberwolves, the, and the Lakers are not. Would you consider the Minnesota Timberwolves better than the Lakers rosters wise? No. Maybe besides Cat. Other than that, Carl Anthony Towns. Other than uh, that, no. Yeah, no. no. Would you consider? Maybe would you even consider that? Would, you could make a legitimate argument that they're a better roster all the way around in the San Antonio. You could. Yeah, I think. And so. they're in the eighth seed. They're right there. They're in the eighth seed. I think they have, if not better, at least just as good as the Spurs. That's what I'm at saying. At least. And yet they find themselves. And, and the Clippers, I think that they have better talent than them. But the Clippers are just have a great coach, too. That helps. And yet they find themselves five and a half games out. I'm really. Good job, LeBron James. That, that's kind of funny, though, that the Clippers are right there in the playoff mix. Whenever they were literally trying to trade out of the playoffs. Oh, And I yet know. they're still in the playoffs. Well, I think they started to realize it. I think they were I, like, you know what? Let's just We're go stuck. for it. Let's just do it. Let's just go for it. I mean, that's not a that's not a horrible nah, if you team. Get, if you get into the it's playoffs, really not a horrible team. If you, but if you can get into the playoffs, I say do it. If, especially in the West, just go for it. Well, you they're not they're, they're not going to win. No, but. they're not going to win. But like, it, it's tough to make it in the West as it is nowadays. Yeah, LeBron James like, can tell you all about that. I'm sure, especially with all of his finger pointing. But as tough as it is, you know, those Clippers, I think they deserve to get in with the way that they played all year. They, they've had to play pretty hard just to, just to stick where they are right now because everyone's counted them out all year, and they're still there. Still there. If the Lakers somehow ended up being worse than the Dallas Mavericks, I will. this will be the biggest black mark on Los Angeles. I mean, on LeBron James. <laughs> Seriously. That would be pretty funny. It's but pretty I, awful. I mean, we just lost, by the way, the Mavericks. So oh, that's that, That's another step in the right direction, I guess, towards that, Zion. But that, well, we're not going to get Zion because New York and Phoenix, and Phoenix are already eliminated in the playoffs. Try to beat that. They got 13 games. <laughs> They've won 13 games. I think games. top five is still possible. Maybe. 
Barely. Maybe. Because Cleveland... As I think right now, we just moved down to number six. Cleveland's got 16. Chicago's got 18. With our loss, we just moved down to six. And Atlanta's got 22. And then Memphis and Washington are tied for 26 wins. Well, we just moved down to sixth worst in the league. I know. We got 27 right now. I, I think we lost. There's anyway. one, two, three, four, five, six lost. teams better than us. I mean, worse than us. So we're tied for sixth. Well, because the game just went through, so we... We now they have the tiebreaker over us, Washington. So oh, now, okay, so now we move, We just uh, moved down to six. I see. Okay, well that's not good enough either. That will get we're our pick almost away. there. But maybe yeah, if no. we keep losing, maybe we'll move to five. Last points on this LeBron James before we have to get out of the segment. That's it. Oh. Yeah, I just, I, I, I'm ashamed. I have to say, for someone that, but if this he can is, find a way to but dig this out is of it point. somehow. But he's not going to. I, I, think, think, I think. I think he's too out of it now. It's I, done. Yeah, I think, I, and it's too far back too. That's going to be tough to recover from, especially with so little time left. Absolutely. I'll give the Stars a better chance to make the playoffs. Absolutely. Can we see what the polls what? are from the people? Uh, let's they take think? a look. It is 4-1 to one in the no favor. It won't? What? That's what it says. Oh, my gosh. That's what it said. Okay, well, that's great to end that segment. I'm hey, glad guess that who I... agreed with you, though? Your mom? <sighs> yeah, I know, because we, we're on the right side of history here. <laughs> we understand what it takes to be the greatest of all time. Well, y'all had Krista Gerlich. <laughs> but you know who else is going to be the greatest of all time, Micah? Great and Possibly this Warriors team, if they can make it back to the NBA Finals. Fair But there is a chance that they might. I want to know, Three after feet. last night's loss, Micah, who is the biggest threat to the Golden State Warriors this year? I want to know all about that one. This is the hot seat. You listen to utradio.com. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the hot seats. Here on UTARadio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, and as always, streaming live on Facebook Live. Check out Michael Cole for that live stream. We have polls up this time around. I disagree with the one y'all just did. That's okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see on the next one. My name is Creighton Branch. The man Hi, next to my left here, as always, is Micah Ka Cole. Congratulations. You won. Whatever. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. Wasting no time, Micah, because it is 37 minutes past the hour here on the first hour of the show. The Warriors are once again on top of the NBA. However, they did lose to the Boston Celtics last night in a very surprising fashion, I must say. Um... That was just a really stunning game, to be honest with you, just thinking about it. I mean, you stayed up and watched the whole thing. I yeah, mean, that I was did. just... That was insane. That's not what I was expecting from them. But it just had me thinking, Micah, I want to know this. Who are the biggest threat to the Golden State Warriors this year? Honestly, to start off with last night, I was really surprised. I did not see that game going the way they did. I thought maybe it would be a decent game, but I did not see the Boston Celtics just coming out and shooting lights out. That's literally what it's going to take to beat a team like Golden State. Because on a regular night, like you're going to have to shoot lights out and score 128 points or however many they scored last night to have a chance to win on most nights. Let's be realistic. Yeah, that's true. And they, they also play pretty good defense. But where has this been from the Celtics all year? They were so focused last night. I've never seen that them that focused this entire season. That's great. I have not seen that all season. That's I, if you tell me, please tell me which game film i need to go watch because i have not seen that all season no i haven't so would you consider them the biggest threat who do you got who's well, the biggest to be threat honest, to these warriors i got a surprise one for you oh god 
I, I think themselves. Oh, the Warriors? I, I mean, think the Mavericks? <laughs> oh, no. I'm not that dumb. I think, I I think it's dumb. somebody that's under the radar a little bit. I think it is the Denver Nuggets. Oh, come on. Come on, man. Whatever. Every year they always, <laughs> either the Denver Nuggets or the Houston Rockets. The Rockets have won the all Rockets three. The Rockets lost to them last year in the playoffs. I'm saying this year. This I'm just is, saying. This is last year. I'm just this saying. Last year. This it's the same playoff. offense. It's the same team. It's actually worse. It's worse? Huh? The team oh. is worse. Well, Come on. They, ever since they've gotten rid of Carmelo Anthony, that's been a different story. Well, anybody that gets rid of Carmelo but, Anthony is. <laughs> are you well, seriously yeah, going to sit I'll, there and tell me that Houston team is better this year than last year? I mean, the way With the, all the defensive pieces they lost. Think about it, though. But, they've won all three games against Golden State. That's Warriors. fantastic. Did they win the series last year? No. No. They lost in seven games. It's losing basketball. It's great regular season basketball. Continue. But, and from the East, Boston. I, I mean, I can't think of another team. I don't think the Bucs could survive that. If, But the only way the Boston Celtics would have a shot is if they played like they did last night in every single game. And yeah, there's no way that is. There's no way in heck they can hold them to 95 points every single game. No way. And there's no way in heck you're going to score 128 points a game. Come on now. That was a great effort by the Celtics, but not going to lie, that's not going to happen four times in seven games. I'll tell you what, there's man. No, I highly doubt anybody can beat them. The NBA hype is just something else. I'll tell you that much. Unbelievable. Oklahoma City is a good team too. Maybe they could force a game six, but I could I couldn't even see that going. I don't. I couldn't see them winning. I, I just can't come up. I with give the Oklahoma way. City a better chance than Houston. Okay, that's fair. Oh, I'll give you that. Yeah, I just I, can't. But six. There and tell I think Paul George and Russell Westbrook, and obviously that team got better. Whatever. Carmelo left, but. I feel bad for the guy. I wish that he would. Why do they know it's picking him up? Because he hasn't. He hasn't done anything. He's not that good. Well, that too. Okay, fine. But OKC is a really good team. I think they they could push it to six games. So it would be tough. Boston can push it to six. I think those are the two teams that could maybe push it around a little bit. But yeah, Milwaukee would be tough. Toronto, maybe they could throw it to six. So who's your biggest threat? Probably Boston. So not the Denver Nuggets. Denver definitely, I think, could push it to six. You I think they could push it to six. Now, there's a couple it's of teams the, that could push it to the six. The biggest threat. Who is it? The well, if I had to pick a biggest threat. Yes, the, the one you're scared about more than anybody else probably, on either side. If they are focused and play. No, no caveats. The, just the, ta- the way they play. Boston no. Celtics. Okay. I think that they are the biggest threat, especially if you straight look at up, last night. Okay, straight up. They're the biggest threat to the Warriors. Yes, I okay. think that they are the biggest threat. Forget how they've done in the regular season. I think once it gets to playoff time, I think they will hype down and they will figure it out and they will make a run to the finals. Yeah, because they're in the East. Anyways. Well, yeah, that's a part of the equation. Obviously. Okay, well, I'm going to use, your, what, West, I'm gonna use what you just said about the Warriors. Is they're going to pipe down when the regular season gets, uh, gets finished and the playoffs start to you know begin. They're going to find themselves. That's all they're doing. They're taking off. This, this hype you guys buy into over here on the NBA side, they're really good at that. You know, they're really good at creating headlines, whether it's, you know, James Harden or LeBron James or Trey Young. Trey Young for the past, like, Luka. couple weeks. And, well, Luca's pretty season. good. Yeah, he's been all season. Uh, or, like, but, anyways. Or. No, hold on. Let me finish. Anyways. Or. Never mind. I'll let you finish. Thank you. Sorry. You're fine. Anyways. This, this hype y'all build into is just unbelievable to me. You, you want to know what the biggest threats the Warriors are? It's themselves. 
There, when this team wants to play, which we obviously know it is not in the regular season because when you've won back-to-back championships, okay, three out of the last four, there's nothing to look forward to in the regular season. It gets boring winning, okay? That's how much they've won. It just gets boring. It doesn't matter until the playoffs. It doesn't matter until the playoffs, and they know that, okay? So when this team wants to play... They will drop 120 whatever they want to on you, and they will lock you down on defense, and you won't be able to win. Okay, There is not a single soul in this league, until they break up, that can beat that team over the course of four games, even a seven-game series. Okay, Two weeks, no way. No way, no how. Okay? There is... You can throw me Houston. The Houston's a great regular season team. The seven seconds or less D'Antoni method works fantastic in regular season. Does not work in the playoffs because, one, it's predicated on way too much offense. And the one thing that it's in finesse, the one thing we know about the playoffs is a lot of a lot of players get to play a lot more dirty. They let a lot of things go more, okay? And it's too predictable. The Denver Nuggets, great team. They can't touch the Warriors. The Boston Celtics, great team. But when the Warriors want to play, which they could care less about the regular season, they, yeah, we saw that last they, night. They, have, they have no shot. Maybe maybe there will be a game in there where it's close, but they won't win, okay? Or, or maybe so they do win sweep. one. They maybe win one. So they'll one. go 16-0. Uh, they, who? No, I'm not saying that because the West is still hard. They might win, lose one game or two here. But when they want to turn it on, they could, be anybody, they could beat anybody they want to. So the only people that can get into the Warriors' way are the Warriors. It's simple as that. There is no, biggest, there is no bigger threat to the Warriors than themselves. You got Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, who's out. He will be back. Steph Curry, DeMarcus Cousins, who's balling for this team. Okay, unlike anybody, I'll give you that. He anybody, definitely yeah, has been any, really which, effective since. As as took everyone, a couple of games to get kept into saying, the flow. But, oh, I wouldn't even say that. Everyone keeps saying, you know, oh, you know, we don't know how he's going to be coming off this. But in, even getting into the flow, they injury, still won. Yeah, coming off this injury, no one was like, everyone was like, oh, we don't know how he's going to do. It's an Achilles tear. You know, come on, it's the Warriors. They're Worth the, the, they're the million, best team. Apparently. They're the best team at plugging and playing players. Easy. They're just so good at it. Definitely better the, than the Spurs. Definitely uh best five million they probably spent this year. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah, you spent a lot on Steph, with all but... those pieces playing Apparently What? Huh? Yeah, you spent a lot on Steph. He deserved it. No, I'm just saying, like, it's the best $5 million you spent probably this year in the free agency. Oh, okay. Sorry, I don't know why I brought up stuff. <laughs> but <sighs> there's there's just not, with all these guys, and Kevin, I mean, all those guys, when they want to play, there ain't anybody that can touch these guys at all. Now, if they take off, that's a whole different story. But we'll cross that bridge when we have to. But to me, they're just coasting, man, and they've been coasting all season, and they're still number one. It's not even hard for them to win games. It just isn't. And when they're like, ah, I don't want to play, they won't. And it doesn't matter because they'll still end up with a one-seed home court advantage, and they'll smoke you in the playoffs when they need to. If you don't think that they're going to sweep through probably the first round and possibly get through in five games on the second round, you got nothing coming. Any more points? I think that's it, man. I think you put it, put it into perspective. <clears throat> What's the poll say? Oh. oh, three people said Oklahoma City. God. One said Boston, one said Houston, and another said themselves. That was me that said themselves. I had to vote for myself. <laughs> I had to give myself some love. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Okay, fine, fine. You guys. <laughs> Oklahoma you, City. You will see. You will see. That's all I got to say. That's all the time we have for this segment, Micah. Coming up next, we're going to cross over into some football 
A lot of headlines are circling around the Pittsburgh Steelers. Le'Veon Bell as well, but we're going to dive in to the Antonio Brown situation. Where will he end up? I want to figure out what you have to say about that. That's coming up here on the hot seat. You listen to utaradio.com. Welcome back to the hot seat here on utaradio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, and Facebook Live. I'm Micah Cole alongside the greatest co-host of all time. The Birdman Creighton. That's right. What's up, man? What? What's up, man? I get to be with the greatest co-host. Definitely yes. an honor. Yes, yes, you do. Absolutely. Taking no time to go right into the segment here. Not much time, so 49 minutes past the hour. Gotta get right into this one, Micah. Antonio Brown is going to possibly be making a move on Friday, two days from now. So the Steelers say, possibly. We don't know. It's been an up and down battle with these guys. They, you know, a couple weeks ago, him and the owner met, decided it was time to part ways. Uh, Antonio Brown has been very vocal about wanting to lead this team, about the players on the team, uh, more specifically Ben, Big Ben Roethlisberger. Um, he's just ready to go. So they're going to move him. Micah, I want to know, where do you think, because he's the hottest commodity in sports, maybe besides an Odell and some other receivers, where do you think he's going to go? To be honest with you, if he wants to win, he wants to come to Dallas. Wow. Because okay. look, look at what we got. You got Dak Prescott, who's only getting better with time. Who some say can't throw a football. Some say, yes, yeah, you're right. Some say he can't throw a football. And with time, I'm seeing that he's getting better. You just got to give him more opportunities to throw the football. You got Amari Cooper already. Think if you add Antonio Brown to that, another big-time threat. Think how much better... That offense will be, and you already have Zeke Elliott, so that means you can balance out the offensive attack, so you can throw the defense off guard, and you have one of the top, at least top three defenses in the league. Come on, man. And you have a great offensive line. That is if they sign everybody back. Yeah, that is if they sign everybody back. If they sign everybody back, then they have one of the best offensive lines in the league. Man, I'd like our chances next year if we can keep this band together. Now, if, if not- Antonio wants to win... I think he comes to Dallas. Dallas has not been rumored to be part of that discussion. Do you think they creep in there, I guess? I think they could creep in there. Why not go for it? Why not take a shot? See what it would take. So you would offer you you would offer See what okay, it would fine. take. So so they're going to trade him. What would you give away? That's a good question cuz that's that's where it comes into play and seeing where they what what they're thinking because if it's too much, I mean, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Well, what do you think? You, what, what would you give up? What's worth it to you? Well, you at least have to give up probably two first-round picks. Again? We just gave up two first-round picks. No, you just gave up one for Amari Cooper. Did we not give up two? Just one. Okay, one. I well, think we, we just gave up a first-round pick well, for him, and gave, that's it. Okay, well, we gave up. I think up. that was an okay trade. Okay, that's It turned fair. out to be good. But you, gave, you already gave up a first-round pick, you, and you're willing to give up two more? That's three now you've given up. At least one, and, 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 and Antonio two Brown, top like Antonio players. Brown. Antonio Brown's not 22. He's like 25, 26. I mean, he's, he, I mean yeah, he's, he, he's on the other side of the, of the 20s, on the older side. So, well, so you, if, you got to get, if you have to give away a player, you're going to give away because you're going to have to probably throw somebody in there. Yeah, you're going to have to throw somebody in That's uh, a tough one, though. Well, who do you think? You want <sighs> to come to the Cowboys? Man, that's a really tough one because there's a lot of ways you can go. But Well, where would you go? That, that's tough. You, well, yeah, I know, but where would you go? 
I don't know. What would I want to give up is the question. <laughs> I know. You got to talk into the mic. I, I don't know what I would want to give up. What, okay. I, that's why I'm saying you inquire about it. Like to say, hey, what will it take to move this guy? What are y'all? What would y'all be looking for in a package? Well, they're going to be looking for a big superstar, probably. No doubt. Yeah, I know, no doubt. And uh, I just a couple young players. Yeah, who then? Who then? That's what I'm asking. Who? Yeah, then who? I mean, you say it. You gotta have somebody on your mind if you keep saying. It. I'm just curious. I'm not trying to like put you on the spot. I just want to know. I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to ask about Zeke. Okay, that's probably what it would take. Because they're gonna they're gonna get Le'Veon Bell is gonna be gone too. Yeah. I could see that. However, the Connor, they like the Connor kid a lot. True. James Connor. So, where do I think Antonio Brown will end up? If I had to bet, okay, where would I want him to end up? Okay, yeah, obviously, obviously I'd want him to end up in Dallas. Uh, where do I think he's going to end up? It just seems like all signs are pointing to Oakland. Just it just reasonable. it just does. Well, thank you. It it just does. They have been the leading favorite so far. Throughout the past couple weeks, Arizona's dropped off. Denver opted to go get out of it. You know, all these teams are saying, hey, we either don't want them or they're like, we don't have the money. So I think, and Oakland has been the team that's consistently stayed there throughout it all. And I think, I think that they are going to find a way to get him. Now, my question is, is, is that the best option for Antonio and the Raiders organization too. Uh I think it's a obviously Derek Carr has fallen off. And I don't know if that's due to injury or not having key players, but I just think it's a really weird situation for a guy like Antonio Brown to be in with John Gruden as head coach. Because we know what he what he does. And I mean think about all the players he's given away. I mean Khalil Mack is obviously the not not to mention Amari Cooper, but Khalil Mack is was the guy. I mean that that was your hot commodity, and you just gave him away. And look what the Bears did. I mean that whole side of the of the ball was tremendously good this year. Okay, so I just think that is a very strange combo, and I'm not sure if it's the right combo, but I do think he ends up there. However, I I don't know what possibly. The Pittsburgh Steelers could get back and return for him. Because my second leading option is I think he stays with Pittsburgh. Because Pittsburgh's not going to move him. I get it. It's it's a toxic relationship. They want him to move on. But it's a business first. And Pittsburgh is not going to give up. Or Pittsburgh's not going to just give up yet. Antonio Brown for nothing. They are going to want some players. And who are you going to get? You're going to get Derek Carr to back up Big Big Ben when when he's finished? Or just to replace him right now? Do you want the quarterback? I mean, Marshawn Lynch is obviously not a good enough commodity. You know, he's old. I, I, I mean, who do you want? Some linemen? If it's a pl- I mean, do you want a wide receiver? I don't know what you want. There's not much for the Raiders to offer. Picks, I guess, would be the next option. They got a lot of them True. coming up. They have a, they have a big amount of them. And do you do you give up? If you're the Raiders, do you give up that fourth pick? For Antonio Brown? Potentially. I mean, mean, if you really want him, Here's the thing. This draft is really defensive lineman heavy. What do the Raiders need? Defensive lineman. (laughs) They need that side. Because they gave away one of the best. So, it's a... I mean, it's a matter. I mean, I, I mean... 
Are you looking for the offensive side of the ball right now, or do you need to rebuild your defense? I just think it's a better route for them to go in the draft and pick somebody out, maybe even move up, possibly. Pick Quinn and Williams at two. Because I think I think he's going to. I think Nick Bose is actually going to fall a couple after the combine because Quinn and Williams, man, ran ran under mm. ran under a 540, and he's 300-plus pounds. Think about that. Isn't that incredible? The kid is a monster at Alabama. So I think he's probably going to go number two, and Nick Bose is going to fall back one. And if, I, if I'm the Raiders, to me, I move up and go there instead. And Antonio Brown can go somewhere else. But I do think that with it's weird with the Cowboys. I I could see that working, but man, they're gonna have to call up a lot more plays for Dak Prescott to start throwing that ball. And he's gonna and if he if for some reason we ended up getting him, which I don't think we're pursuing him that much, but if we do get him, or if it, and that's where he and should just go, come out of nowhere, you're gonna fi- you're gonna find out a lot about who Dak Prescott is real quick and if he can be a quarterback or not. Because it's not, yes, Antonio Brown is not the youngest player, but he's still tremendously good. good. He is so good. I agree. Oh, that's what I got? Yeah, I agree. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I just think that I'm just, it's weird. The situation is weird to me because I'm not quite sure why Oakland is such a, is is the option. I I could easily see him. I would have, I would have taken, you know, him to Denver, or any anybody else. To be honest with you, even even the Green Bay Packers with Aaron with Aaron Rodgers, I I would I would have taken that. I mean, or what do you think about now? He, I mean, the the one team he's been adamantly wanting to go to is San Francisco. He wants to he he would love to play for the 49ers. What do you think about that? They they have not been that relevant in these talks but that is a that is one team we know for sure he wants to go to what do you think about that before we get out of the that's segment? interesting because are they doing it silently potentially what do you mean like just kind of under the radar flying under the radar now oh really i don't know about that I just, I, I, I just know that i think he, everyone's I, counting him out because they've been irrelevant for the last couple of years yeah but they got jimmy g now that's true but he also and got the, hurt and the defense that, and the offense well, yeah but he's, gonna, he's gonna be back though i sure hope so because i mean and, there was a lot of promise there with new england there uh, at the beginning and both the offense and the yeah that was a year ago though this is that's but what i'm saying is like with the offense and the defense has gotten better and so i mean they're on the rise they're on the right track and antonio brown has expressed interest to going there he really wants to play there i just i mean do you think that 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 deal can get done even though that that one's been very quiet mm-hmm. what yeah, I think so. You think so? Yeah. Do you think it's a better fit? Than I, a- I think before Friday we will, by Friday, I, I think he will get traded. I don't, I really just don't see him staying in Pittsburgh. But I don't think they're going to give him up if they can't get anything. They I don't mean, have, yeah, they they don't have anything, to. It's a business, they it's a business think, first. But I think that they will get a deal that will strike them, and I think he will be traded before Friday. Okay. There's one person that doesn't think so. What? My mom sort of thinks that he'll stay with Pittsburgh, though. Yeah, I think it's a legitimate she could right. shot. She could be right. Because I know that Pittsburgh is going to protect their brand first. Their, 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 for, I mean, their franchise before anything, before Antonio Brown's wishes. And then they'll deal with it. So if they feel like, hey, because they do not have to trade them. If they feel like, hey, we couldn't get enough for you or we didn't get what we wanted, you're sticking here. Sorry. That's sorry. sorry but we're not, we're not going to jeopardize our whole team just so you can be happy. We'd rather just have you on the team, and we'll deal with it later when you're a free agent. 
But I think Oakland is a is an interesting thing. I don't know why they are in the lead so much. Um, but if I had to pick between, I think he's going to go to Oakland. But if I had to pick between the two in San Francisco and Oakland, I would want him to go to San Francisco, but I'd really want him to go to Dallas. Now your mom had a question for you. What's that? What does Oakland give up for him? That's what I'm saying. What, what do you think he gives up? Like, what would it, Here's what would the it look like to you? Here's the thing. If I'm... I still got promise in Derek Carr. Knowing John Gruden. Do the, the Pittsburgh Steelers... I, they got Dobbs, okay, as their backup. He's okay. We'll see what he can do. But Derek Carr has been a proven... He was an MVP candidate. Don't forget that. Before he got hurt, he was an MVP candidate. You know, so... If he can get back to that point, I think he'd be at least a great person to write off Big Ben. You know, when Big Ben ever retires, it could be 20 years from now. <laughs> but that would I think that would be something they should at least look for or ask for. Seriously, possibly. That's a good, that's a good idea. Actually. Or or my next best option. I mean, he's not the worst option. My next in the best world. option, picks. They got a lot of them. I would take some Go take because the next couple of drafts are going to be very heavy and they they could use the, they could use the picks. Seriously. Trevor Lawrence is coming up, man, in the next couple of years. You gotta keep thinking about that stuff. Like that that name's gonna loom over. So I would either give away picks or I would try to find a way to get Derek Carr to fix that quarterback situation. Cause that's been an issue for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, that sounds like a decent idea. <laughs> do what you gotta do. Anything else Take, to add before we get out of here? Oh, my mom thinks he's going to the Redskins. Oh, oh man. No. no, Colt McCoy starting for the Redskins. What are you talking about? Come on. Nobody likes Colt McCoy here but I me. I love McCoy. I love Colt I, McCoy. Y'all don't want Colt McCoy as y'all's starting back quarterback? No, Man. I'm just saying. I, I don't horn. think that's going to happen. <laughs> right, now, he, right now he's, no, he's scheduled no, to be. No, I'm talking about Antonio Brown going to the oh, Redskins. Okay. I, I don't I, see that happening. Yeah, all right. Brown will go to the Browns. <laughs> but, and some good stuff here. Why did I say Colt McCoy... Why? Why did I mention that? I just wanted to say that. Not that. Antonio McCoy goes in place. Antonio Brown's not going to compete for Colt McCoy's job. I'm just saying it. I just wanted to mention that Colt McCoy is the quarterback. Yeah. So yeah, Antonio Brown's totally going to go. Good job for Colt. Good job for Colt. What's the, so? What? What is the final poll on that one, Micah? What do we got? Let's us take a look. Two for Oakland. One for Pittsburgh. Two for other. Okay. Okay. Nobody nope. for the Dallas Cowboys. Nope. And no love for us here. No love for us here in Dallas. That's Fair all right. Not. That is all right. Coming up, Micah, our greatest of segment. Oof. I know. I want to know, since the freshmen of the boys of Duke and everybody else is starting to leave the NBA, I want to get into who is your greatest college basketball freshman of all time. We're going to get into that here on the hot seat. You're listening to utaradio.com. Look at my life, man. That's lessons on lessons. Welcome on back to, be like it's to the hot seat here on utaradio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, and as always, streaming live on Facebook Live. Check Micah Cole for that live stream. Got some scores up for you. Got the NBA scores going. Got the UEFA Champions League soccer, that is. Someone's uh, very happy about the UEFA this, this Finals week. today. Uh, yeah, yours was yesterday. Congratulations. Mine did not go so well. Go Tottenham, and then baby. We got the NCAA men's scores up running through that right now on the right there. But, correction, to be left, you're looking at your screen. <laughs> That's all right. Micah, not wasting any more time getting into this segment because 
A little bit behind schedule, but that's all right. We'll make up for it right here. Seven minutes past the hour, number two on the hot seat. So, unfortunately, Zion Williamson did not play last night. I watched the game. Great game. Wake Forest almost almost tipped that one in. Did you get to watch that? Yes, I actually did. Did you see that play at oh, the end there? Oh, that rolled in and yeah. out. That That's team the gets most so unlucky <laughs> shot I've ever seen. That missed. game gives me so many heart attacks. That would have been like the first time I believe in how many. I mean, I sin, felt bad or for way Wake early. Way early. They, they in the played 2000s. really. It's really hard to go into Duke and win a game. They yeah. played about as good as you could. That was a lot of fun. And so that was a fun game. So Zion did not play in that game. That'd be his fourth game. He has missed, and that will be it for him. Unless for some reason he comes back, he's not coming back though. That'll Zion's be, done. That'll be it for, for him. Well, it, at Cameron. At Cameron Indoor, that'll be it for him, Cam Reddish, and R.J. Barrett at Cameron Indoor Stadium as they oh, get ready okay. to move on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, as they get so ready to like, move on did he get like, into the NCAA tournament know? and later into the NBA draft. So, Micah, as a parting gift, we are going to keep our greatest of segment, as we always do here on the top of the oh, hour, yes. the second hour at the hot seat, in memory of those three men. I want to know, Micah, who are your top three? There's a lot to pick from here. Can I do a couple honorable mentions, can, too, at the do, end? You can do two honorable mentions at okay, the end, fair. but three first. Who are your three greatest freshman basketball players of all time, in your eyes? Well, with, honestly, one now, of them. Wait, wait, before I start, <laughs> I'm going I'm to add some stuff in there. You're making this hard you, on me now. you got to think about the hype, the expectation, living up to the hype, how much they won, and... Where you can even add, you can even add coming into the draft where they got drafted, all that put together. Go. Well, this was a tough, tough one. Three to one. Three, three to one. Number three. How can you not say it? I think Lonzo Ball was up there. Oh, I think Lonzo Ball was up there because, and now look at him in the NBA. He's been really good. And he was the number two overall pick by the Lakers. He's been all right, yeah. He's been really good. I mean, he's obviously improving. A lot of people are going to tell you that's because of his dad. That's why yeah, he got that's picked true. at number that's two. True. You're that's gonna a get a lot reason, of backlash on that. But I think that's gonna end up being worth it for the Lakers down the road. Hey, I'm big. Ball, I really do. I'm a big baller fam all the way. Big baller. I really all the love way. Lonzo I got the ball. shirts. I got the shirts. I got Lonzo Ball a jersey. I got a T-shirt. I know I'm all with about you there. that. I've seen I it all. I love those guys. But continue. I really love Lonzo Ball. I think that's gonna end up being a great pick for the Lakers down the road. They don't trade him away. He's going to win a couple championships with the Lakers. I think think so, too. I think he'll win two, three championships with the Lakers. Next up. Number two. Oh, man. This was was so tough to pick these because there's so many great ones. But I'm going to have to go with Muhammad Bamba. Oh, Mo? Mo Bamba. Really? He was a great player in college. Man, interesting. All right. He was a great player in college, though, and he came out really well. Man, that's... And there's just so many good players. I know. Oh, so Mo's your second one, okay? But Mo was, was my second one, and he got picked by the Orlando Magic. He He's did been get, really he, good with, he, with the Magic. He got a song made after him. <laughs> I know. Continue. That's how. I mean, he's been a really good player, and he might lead them to the playoffs. He yeah, might that's just why lead I, them to I the almost playoffs. picked Orlando. Well, he's hurt now. Always oh, hurt. Yeah, he's out, he's out for the season. Oh, but, I but before, oh, that's unfortunate. Beforehand, he's been out for a month or so now. But beforehand, I almost picked them to go to the playoffs because of him. Next up, who you got? Number one, Micah. This is a big one, man. I'm not quite sure who you got. There's just so many to pick from. Uh, I know we're going to disagree because my list is different than you. Man, I, I was contemplating particularly between two of them because they were both really good. One played for Arizona and the other's playing right now. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, <laughs> the okay. other's playing Con- right now. Continue because I got a big problem with you. But I'm going to have to go with Zion on this one. I really think he was the number one player. He was so good. 
Zion is so good. And you can just see it. Whenever he's not on the floor, they just look like a totally different team. Cam Reddish, great player. He's up there. But, man, it's hard for me to disagree with Zion, how he's been. Okay, before I get out of my chair He, he makes here, a big uh, difference. Before I leave this, who are your honorable mentions? DeAndre Ayton. And? And? Markel Fultz. Where's Kevin Durant? Good question. Oh, my God! <laughs> Honestly, I... Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I forgot that one. Well, it's too late! Oh, boy. I had so many other names on my head that I completely forgot about Kevin Durant. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can continue the show with you. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Markel Fultz? Is your audible mention? What? Okay. Justify that for me, by the way. Justify me your honorable mentions real quick. Well, for DeAndre Ayton, how can you deny that one? For Kevin DeAndre. Lance. I'm just saying. Because we're just the, talking about college, right? He is college. He was a great <laughs> freshman player. What are you talking about? You're killing me. Go back balls. and watch some tape. Go back and watch some tape. I honestly didn't see him play in college, so I can't say anything about you that. You have YouTube. You did not. <laughs> You have YouTube. All right. All right. I'm sorry. Whatever. I didn't mean to frustrate you so much. Oh, but. so I I cannot believe you left him off the list. I really thought you would at least pick him. Okay. I'm sorry, Creighton. I let you down. Okay. Unfortunately, Zion, not Zion. Unfortunately, Lonzo Ball is not going to make my top three. Not this time around. Okay. This, this one... Number three is actually the hardest spot for me, all right? Actually, I could say three and two. Uh, it's all hard, honestly. It's all hard. Okay. Number three. Ooh. Oh, God, it's just hard. Okay, I'm going to do it. Number three, Carmelo Anthony. I'm going I'm to put Car Carmelo Anthony at number three. He won a championship for Syracuse. He was a baller at Syracuse. Oh, he had a... Now, granted, what he's done now that doesn't that doesn't factor in. But he got you know he was in the same he had, he had a, he's averaged twenty two points a game. I mean, and he was only a freshman, and he was in the same draft class as LeBron James and all that. And he he was still a hot commodity. Uh, he he was an unbelievable player. Go back and watch some tape of him. That that kid was just. And that's where we realized, like, and I, yeah, even to this day, like in the prime time Carmelo years of the NBA, and then also that one year in freshman, there is not very many people that can score like him. Okay. Except for the man at number two, Kevin Durant is my number two player. Okay. I cannot believe you missed this man on your radar. This kid. This kid is so special, okay? He's probably the only other player besides Carmelo Anthony that could score better than Carmelo Anthony, all right? How many points did he average, Micah? 25.8 points a game and 11 rebounds. A double-double as a freshman, an 18-year-old, scoring at will, okay? Now, he didn't have... They, now, granted, Texas did not have the best... Uh, I mean, tournament run that year. However, Kevin Durant was picked second overall 
in the uh, in the draft behind Greg Oden, who we know, unfortunately, with all his knee injuries, was unable to have the career he wanted to or we thought he would. But this kid coming in, coming into college and then through college, some were saying this is by far the best score I've ever seen in my entire life. And at number one, I think it's no question, but besides the hype and what he's lived up to, how how you know how popular he really is, and if it wasn't, it would be LeBron James if he went to college. But at number one has to be Zion Williamson. We have not seen a freak of nature like this kid. 6'6", 285, a pure muscle, you know, just running running full steam ahead, can jump out the gym, has almost, if not a 50-inch vertical, okay? And I say it all the time. They have to, the vertical measure that they have, they have to put that thing on weights so he can at least, they can measure it right because he hits over it. They have to, they have to measure it. You know, they can't measure it because he jumps too high, okay? He is quite the player and I've never seen anything like him and it's not like he's the, he is the most efficient player I've seen this year besides maybe RJ Barrett I mean the kid shoots so well granted most of it's from inside but he does okay he's a 22 point game scorer okay points per game scorer and he plays defense so well we just and it's more the fact that it's not because of it's not because of what he's doing now but it's, just, it, it's because of who he is, and he's by far the most popular high school athlete to ever come out of high school, and he's lived up to it. He has not fallen short of any of his expectations, because before he got before he got into college, I mean, this kid was super well known on Instagram, social media, everything. You can you can you can tell me that Carmelo Anthony and Kevin Durant did not have social media. I'll give you that. That might have been a factor if they would have had it. But for what this kid, we've seen this kid up until middle. I mean, all the way from middle school up until now, we've known about Zion Williamson. This whole time. And he comes into Duke with R.J. Barrett and Cameron Reddish and Trey Jones and all these kids. These are the freshmen. And he is everything we expected and more. My honorable mentions. I had to put Magic Johnson there. Phenomenal. Phenomenal at Michigan State. And my, my next one would be Andrew Wiggins. One, just because I love Andrew Wiggins that much. I said he'd win five championships coming to the NBA. I'm not wrong yet. Until he retires, I'm wrong then. But what that that kid had that kid was probably the most hyped up Canadian. Because he won one, right? What he won one with Cleveland, right? No, I thought he eventually went to Cleveland. They drafted him and then they traded him that night to to Minnesota. You're right. Because Sorry. that's when LeBron James came back, traded him for <sighs> Kevin Love. I totally forgot about that. We gotta get out I'm of the segment, but I'm trying to finish up here. Um, he besides R.J. Barrett. Probably the most like hyped up Canadian I, I can ever remember, and right next to Joel Embiid, who Joel Embiid was kind of like he wasn't the Joel Embiid we know now. He was a very under the radar Joel Embiid, but Andrew Wiggins was a star of that team. Had a lot of promise. Can is just as athletic. I wouldn't say just as, but he's pretty close to just as athletic on the jumping side as Zion Williamson is. I mean, this kid can score in in college, and he was the overall number one pick. He would be an honorable mention for me. I cannot believe you forgot Kevin Durant. That's all I gotta say. Sorry. You owe Kevin Durant an apology. I am the I'm Kevin sorry, Durant Kevin protector. Durant. I, I say it all the time. I'm the Tom Brady protector. I'm the Bradley Cooper protector now. And I am the Kevin Durant protector. I'm sorry, Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's right. He is sorry, Kevin Durant. Unbelievable. That's all right, Micah. I really thought you'd say it, but you didn't. That's okay. 
Yeah, hang your head in shame. There's so many good names. There is a lot. That was a fun segment. There is a lot of good freshmen, a lot of hyped up, and there will be many more to come in the following years. Up next, Micah. No less. So up next, Micah. We are going to be diving back into the pros because college athletes do not get paid, but college but pros do, and we are going to go into baseball where a big name pro got paid just the other day. Bryce Harper, three hundred and thirty million dollars. Micah, I want to know if you think this contract is worth it. We're going to discuss that. That's coming up here on the Hot Seat. Listen to utaradio.com. Welcome back to the Hot Seat here on utaradio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, and you already know it, Creighton, Facebook Live. I'm Micah Ka Cole alongside the greatest co-host of all time, the Birdman, Creighton Branch. And yes, I am sorry for not remembering Kevin Durant. <laughs> <sighs> I can't believe that. That poor man. I'm sorry, First Kevin he, Durant. You know, he can't win in Oklahoma City because Russell Westbrook's a ball he hog. Have three. <laughs> he moves to Golden State have three. because he wants to win, and he's clearly proven that he is the leader of that team. However, everyone he calls, two finals everyone calls him... Everybody calls him a sellout and a snake. And hey. then and then on our greatest love segment, he can't even be remembered by Micah Caw Cole. Poor guy. He just has a hard life, man. He should have three, though. Huh? He should have three NBA championships. Yeah, he should. He'll get one this year. Don't worry. I've well, already, he should already, have four at the I, end of this year. I already picked Golden State to win this one. Should but, have four at the end of the year. All right, getting without wasting he, he any more time, we are going back into the pros here. We are going to dive into our first really true baseball segment of the semester and really of the year as baseball is about to get underway here. Uh, Micah, we knew it was going to happen. We just didn't know what the number was going to be, and it is out. Bryce Harper is now a Philadelphia Philly, and he is getting to play for the Phillies for 13 years and a $330 million contract. And also, right before we start this, the poll last time was from the last segment was Zion 2, Kevin Durant 1, Kevin Durant other one two. and other 2. I'm curious to see what, what was y'all's others for all those who voted. If you want to type it out, I would love to see those in the comments. Micah would tell me. But moving on, I want to know, was it worth it? Did Bryce Harper deserve this? I got two things to say. I think he has the talent, but 13 years, really? 13 years? I've never seen a contract like this before in my life. And I don't think he deserves a 13-year contract. But if I was Bryce Harper, the the Dodgers are over here giving you a four-year deal. I mean, I probably would have taken the Dodgers, to be quite honest with you. I know it's a shorter-term deal, but... You're going to a team that's set to win right now. And it's L.A. And it's L.A. And that's a valid point. It's L.A. Why would you not go to L.A.? You get to be on the show. You get to be in Hollywood. They're literally offering you a pretty good, sizable four-year contract. And you turn that away to go to Philadelphia. But I've got to say this. I don't know if he, I mean I think he deserved the money, but for that extent of a time let me, frame, no. Let me, let me I'll break it down for you in this sense: is that uh, you're literally going till the end of his career. Let me let me, let me tell you how it works out for him. So next year, or I guess this season, he'll get a twenty. He'll get ten million dollars plus a twenty million dollars signing bonus, and then from <sighs> eight for eight years between twenty twenty and twenty and twenty twenty eight, he'll get twenty six million dollars a year, 
and then 29 through 20, 29 through 2031, he'll get $22 million a year. Now, this is not a... Here, here's a little what's what that I just know. I'm just going to tell you this right now. Every time that man steps up to the plate now, he makes $44,000 at bat. That is more than the average income for a person. a person working in Philadelphia. <laughs> or anywhere, that. really. No, just Philadelphia. Just Philadelphia? Yeah. Man, but, not, got, but let's be real. Not many people actually make that much a year. A lot of people make $40,000 $40, a year. There's a good portion, though, that don't. There's a good portion that do. True. There's I'm seven, just saying, probably half the population... There's a lot of people living in America, doesn't make Tom. that... A lot of people live in America. A lot of people don't make that, though. I'm just saying. Well, money's different everywhere, so we'd have to factor that in and see. That means every game he's making more than most human beings. That's crazy, isn't it? In a year. My thoughts on this were so do you, so last, so do you think he actually, like, forget the years or whatever, do you think he deserves it? I mean, no. No. Not for 13 years. I think maybe six-year contract is... That's what I was thinking. Like, okay, yeah, he's going to get a nice, sizable six-year contract. That's what I was thinking. Okay. I did not I did not see a 13-year contract. Contract. So he doesn't deserve it. Not the full extent does, of it. Does Mike, Tra- does Mike Trout deserve a $400-plus-million-dollar deal? Because he's probably oh, yeah. going to get that. Oh, yeah. What? And Bryce Harper's not in the same playing field as Mike Trout? Well, look at Bryce Harper this way. Yeah, he's great power numbers. He's a great power guy. He can hit the ball, but... He hits about 250. He's a pretty dang good player all the way around. He hits 250. We're not just paying him to bat, though. I mean, he's also a good fielder. Yeah. So I'm I'm just saying 13 years, though, really? 13? Okay. Well, that's, that's not the only fault. problem I have. That's, that's not the only problem fault. I have. Are you not, you going si- to sign a 313 year? Well, I would sign it if I was offered it. Yeah, I was going to say. It's but not I'm his just fault. saying, I, I think Philadelphia I went look- a little too far. Thir- he's not going to play. Well, he's going to play 13 years, years, but I don't know if he's going to play with them for 13. I don't think he so. He might not play 13. You're right. He might, actually. I mean, he I might just get think, hurt. I just think the extent of the contract That's why Prince Builder's still on our payroll. <laughs> oh we God. messed that up. Let's not get into that. I'm not, but... Okay, Man, here's my I thought. did not want anything... To, I did not want to trade Ian Kinsler, but... I didn't either. But that's another day. Well, that's way gone. But here's my thing. I do not like these 10-year... 12-year, 13-year contracts in the MLB. There you go. That, now you're summing it up for me. There. Not because... I just don't like them. No, yeah. And it's not because anything with the player. I just think no. it's such a... You just don't know. That's why I don't like you, this you contract. But, I, and, but I'm not going to sit here and say that Bryce Harper doesn't deserve it. I, I seriously think he is worth $330 million. He is that. that good of a player. He's a difference maker when you put him on the right team. Okay? You got to think about it. I mean, he didn't have like... It's not like he had all stars sitting around it in the Nationals. I mean, in Washington. I mean, he I mean, had, had all star rotation. But uh, he had, that's he about had a really. It. I mean, he had, he had good a players. Good starting but, rotation for as far as pitching wise. Yeah, exactly. But it's not like that whole team was just star studded. I wish we had two uh, one two punts like Strasburg. Oh, that's and, what I'm saying. Scherzer. That's the same. Oh now, I mean, they probably they should have been a lot better for what they had. I'll give you that. But he is definitely worth to me three hundred thirty million dollars. However. It is. I just think it's a bad take on an organization to go 13 years. Why? Because you get things like Albert Pujols happening. Okay, he's still on a 10-year contract that he signed like what six, seven years ago. Yeah. And they are. What What is he worth now? What is he worth the 300 he got paid then? That That's the only thing I th- I have a problem with is the extent of the contract. Well, you said he didn't deserve it, so that's what I'm saying. No, I think that he does to an extent, but 13 years is just too long. So he doesn't deserve a 13 330. Correct. I think that he deserves, he deserves to get the, what he so he deserves what he's getting paid, 
I think it should be a five-year deal. Okay, so he deserves a three thirty though. For over five years, just any anything three thirty overall. Oh, well, I think so. Okay, okay. I, I agree with that, but uh, thirteen years is way too much, man. I, I, it's not his fault. As, as I said, no, he's yeah. offered the contract. Of course, you're going to take it. But and I think he's getting a very reasonable amount a year. He's getting what twenty two million. That that's not yeah. And that now passes. Bad. You know, you had that's been, that's about what I would give him twenty maybe twenty five million. I would bump it to twenty five. And the Padres contract a couple weeks ago it was ten years. Was it a couple weeks ago? I, yeah, it was a couple it, weeks. It feels it was like, like yeah, ten years, was, twenty or three hundred million. Yeah, and that and that that it, yeah, and that wasn't that near. Was that was close, but A Rod's uh, inflation uh, when we signed when he signed over to the Rangers all those years back, eighteen years back or so, was still inflated to be larger. However, this one is now the largest contract in MLB history. It beats out Aaron. It beats out his number by two. He, had, I think, his inflated for three twenty eight. This one's three thirty. And it's going to inflate for a lot more later. But um, I think that, you know, I'm not quite sure. I think the Phillies have to get a lot more pieces still. I, I mean, think, I'll give you this. I think what? right now they are a playoff team. Oh, yeah. Compared to last year. But I'm comparing, and they I'm, were a good team last year. They're a, play, I'm not doubting they're that. a playoff team. But they've got. And I don't, that, I don't know. The NL East is are, stacked this year. It is. And I don't know if they're there yet to compete for a World Series yet. No. Yeah. I so think that's a... They still need some pieces in my eyes. However... But the good thing is you have flexibility with Bryce Harper, I guess, in this case. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he'll be around. Oh, yeah, So that, that's I guess that's good for them, at least for five, six, seven years. I, I'm just worried about the tail end of that contract. Yeah, for What's their sake. For their sake. Well, I guess right sake. now you can't worry about it too much. No, they better hope that he stays healthy or at least stays for like seven or eight or nine years and gets a, they get a good I chunk think, out actually, of that. Actually, now that I think about it, there's a no trade clause in there. Oh, probably is for him. Oh, by far. Um, and you know that's all. I think Garrett, he wants to stay in Philadelphia. Well, yeah, based but, on what it sounds. But, but also, we all know how things also, can change. I mean, but it, he could. You know, the player can waive the no trade clause that they want. To. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It, it's just there for them. It's all on the player. Yeah, and you know, um, it's all guaranteed money, so he's going to get it one way or the other. But do I think he did deserve it? That's not what I'm not saying. I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know why teams do this. 13 years. And I think that's kind of what you're saying is I don't understand. And this year, what are you, you getting out of this? You're getting a great player. I'm oh not yeah, saying you're that. getting a great, but talent. why not um, just say here's seven or six or seven years. We know we can at least probably get four good out of you. And if you get hurt within a one or two, it's not going to completely, completely hurt us. Like have a roster spot filled up for 10 more years. Cause that's the issue that's happening with Albert Pujols right now. And, and plus in a very competitive division. I mean, you got the Mets, I, I believe are going to definitely be way better this year. The Nationals, I think they'll still be pretty good. They still have a lot of good talent on that team. They still have one of the best one-two punches in the game. I would definitely want Max Scherzer and Strasburg at the top of my rotation. I don't know about you, but I would definitely want those two. And you obviously have the Braves. They're going to be back this year. And then you have the Phillies. Your top four teams in that division are going to be fighting for that division title this year. You might even get three teams out of that division to make the playoffs. Seriously. Like, seriously. What's the poll? Before we get out of the segment. What is the poll? Let's take a look. What do we got? Uh, all news. Really? Yeah. All news. Holy cow. Uh, just two. That, uh, but. Still, though, like for the two people, man. Man. That's, man. Okay. The uh, only reason I say no is just because of the length of the contract. Not so much. I wouldn't mind him getting paid more. Well, no, I wouldn't, but I just don't know if it's worth it for 13 years. Because you just don't know. What if he gets hurt on day one? Huh. 
That would suck. Well, I hope he doesn't. I hope That's he doesn't. Not no, I, hope, I really I hope, don't want I really, him to. I, I want him doesn't. to go out there and ball out. And yeah, really, I don't know. I hope he I hope he just didn't put a curse on him. But uh, I, I just, think, I, really I just think, I just, I just don't know. I would love to sit down with an MLB executive and say, "What is the thought process behind a ten-year contract, a twelve, and a thirteen-year contract?" Seriously, just any, just any of the of that, of that length, you, you lock him up. For 13 years, you know, it's like, oh, we have him for a while, but if he gets hurt or if something happens, you're stuck. You so can't. I, just, I, I don't, I want to know how much that plays into a factor. Clearly, it doesn't play that much or they wouldn't be doing it, you know. But I want, I want to know, does that, how much does that, they must be happen? thinking that they can win long term because I guess, why would you make a contract like this? I guess they must yeah. be thinking like big picture. Is there any chance that they go? I mean, he said he, I, this is the in the segment here. They said, you know, Bryce Harper said he's he's going to go after Mike Trout next summer. Any chance they actually sign him? I mean, there, I think there's a uh, he's going to be expensive. There's a chance he's, he's going, going to be expensive. He's though. going to cost more than Bryce Harper. Honestly, he might be looking for a t- contract too. Well, yeah, he's going to he's going to cost he's going to cost more. What, it depends on what he's looking for, though. Is he looking to win now, or is he like I think the Phillies will be there in a year or two, but he may have to wait. But I think they're close. They're, they're, gonna, they're a couple pieces away, though. They'd they're probably, a couple pieces away. Between those two players, they'd probably be spending over $700 million. Yeah. Over the course of 10, 13 years, whatever you want to say. That'd be crazy. That's a lot of money, man. Could they win then? Like, I would they, they be w- with just those two guys? No, not by themselves. Well, <laughs> I know, but with the team they got around I, them. I mean, it'd be tough, but I wasn't going to go on a limb and say no. They still need a couple more pieces, especially in... And their starting rotation is good, but it's not good enough to be able to push it all the way to the World Series yet. Okay. Okay. Your farm's getting better, though. All right. Well, we know one thing's for sure is that Bryce Harper is going to be a very rich man for a very long time and set up his family. Where do you go get that money, Bryce Harper? Yeah. You get. You got it. Hey, I mean, you know what? If it's offered to you, why would you decline it? Well, you said earlier in the year that Aaron Rodgers didn't deserve the money he got, so... You wouldn't take it if you were Aaron Rodgers. Don't think I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. I'm glad to see that you've kind of come around in your opinion. Makes a difference. But coming up next, Micah, here on the hot seat, uh, Jason Witten is out of retirement, back. I don't understand why you're so upset about that. In the that, silver Graydon. and the blue with the but, star on their helmets. We'll talk about He that is back next. on the Cowboys. I want to know, Micah, does Jason Witten help the Cowboys team out at all, if any? That's coming up here on the hot seat. You listen to utaradio.com. Welcome back to the hot seat here on utaradio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, and as always, streaming live on Facebook Live. Check Micah Cole for that stream. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good? Sounds going by fast, though. No 38 minutes past hour number two here on the hot seat. We have about 20 or so minutes left. Jumping right into the next segment. You know, this. who sings this song? Somebody. Not Post Malone. Post Malone makes more money than Jason Wynn, who just got a $2 million one-year contract. Uh, unfortunately for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh God! It just pains me to I say. I don't know it. why you hate it so much. It just how could it how could it hurt us? It's Explain like, that to me. It's like you know, you know. It's what? just it's just such a kick me why I'm down moment. Oh, how are you down? We lost. Oh, you oh. 
I thought it was something else. All right, Micah. I thought you were mad that Jason G- Witten was coming back. I'm mad at all the Cowboys. Why? So let's get right into this, Micah. I, don't, I really don't understand. He's better than the tight ends we got now. I'm just saying, man. I want to know. Uh, does Jason Witten help the Cowboys out at all? Does he... Will he save the Cowboys? Well, I say... That's a big word, man. I, I don't think he saves us. Well, that's I mean, why have, he's coming back, to save us. Uh, that's a big word. I think he's coming back to help. I think he can be a help. I think he can make us better at the tight end position. Because he could, he was a good blocker. He was a good blocker. And he can make some good catches. But I don't think he does much else. I mean, he's just kind of there. I mean, because we didn't really have a tight end anyway. I mean, what what hurt could it actually do? Huh? Well, what? what what harm could it actually do to bring him back on a one year deal? It, it, I don't think it harms us. It's the fact. Much. It's the fact that we're bringing in all these old. Why don't you just bring in Tony Romo while you're at it? <laughs> actually, don't do that, please. Or I'll I, I will go be a <laughs> and then bring back Dead Brian. <laughs> I'll, I'll go be a I'll go be Eagles fan if that's the case. Oh, don't do that. I mean, it's just like man, if we. My mom everybody, says somebody needs to save us. Everybody already. Say, lo- but, but saving. This team is already a playoff How team. How old is Jason Wynn? Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're a know. playoff team that gets nowhere. I mean, but we're a couple pieces away from being a, a oh, top notch contender. Are you suggesting we're a Jason Wynn away from being no, a contender? I, I am then not. Then don't suggest- come back. He's 36 years old. He's about. I mean, he's about to be 37. It's I, just I, like. But you're you're acting like as if he's any worse than the players that we have, like that tight end. It's not that. It's the fact that he's a blocker, though. He oh, can block. He, <laughs> we need some discipline out there, anyway. Oh my god, we don't need discipline. We need wins. Well, discipline gets wins. Fair point. I'll take that. Because we talked about listen on the offense. There's some side. games that we lost because of poor discipline. Okay. On the defensive side, we need discipline between Randy Gregory and all those guys. Fair. I'll give you that. Fair enough. I'm talking about the offensive side. We don't need discipline. We need wins. Whichever way it takes. Okay? Uh, uh. Just it's relax, just like... Aiden. Relax. Take a, take a deep breath. We're just a laughing stock of football, man. We just can't do it for whatever reason. people are going to see that a 37-year-old dad... <laughs> Just is like, hey, I want to go play football. What, what do you have against these Jason Witten? I'm just He's curious. He's 37. Okay, these people playing at 37. There's Tom Brady playing at 42. It's like it's like <laughs> if Dirk retired this year and decided to come back. It's the same. It's <laughs> okay. Would you be mad stay. if Tom Brady came back if he after he retired? Tom Brady for just won a freaking Super Bowl. No, I'm just I'm just making a point. If he let's say he retired next year, and I'm gonna tell you, and he comes that back Tom a year Brady later, just won a Super Bowl. How many Super Bowls does Jason Witten have? Zero, but you're missing my point. No, I'm no. Would I'm ex- you be okay? No, let's I'm say next no, year he flunks out, he I does know, bad, I'm and hit- he goes out for a year. I'm okay. I'm not saying I'm not suggesting that he's that's got happen. six Super Bowls, and you and you're saying he can't take a year off and come back. That's so different. No, I'm asking this, how you would feel about it. I'd be okay with it because he's won six well, Super it? Bowls. Okay, he's won Whatever. six. Jason Wynn's a 37-year-old dad that broadcasts for crying well, out loud. Tom Brady's a 42-year-old dad. He's 41 He's still, still. playing. Well, he Who just be. won a Super Bowl? <laughs> what do you not get about that? If Jason but Wynn if was, we're going based on age, then no, what's your problem? No, 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 I'm going based on not just age, but what you do with the team that you're with. 
Okay, it's not like he helped out. I mean, he helped out, but did he win a Super Bowl? Sadly not. No. He should. <laughs> and he's clearly not on the same playing level as Tom Brady. Am I correct? Well, according to your mom, getting Witten is better than not firing Jason Garrett, apparently. I'm just saying. No, I'm <laughs> on you right now. You cannot, Are you seriously saying that Tom Brady can't take you off and come back and be okay? I'm just saying. Based on you're so mad that he's coming back after taking a year off. Because he shouldn't. We're the laughing stock of football. Do you understand that? I don't understand. I seriously am not understanding why you don't like this move. Because why you're not okay with this. Move on is what I'm saying. We've got to keep going forward. We cannot be looking it's back. It's not like we're going this back is, and bringing back Tony Romo, DeMarco Murray, and Des Bryant. It's coming because that has Jason, Jerry, Jerry Jones's whole fingerprints all over that move. Jason Garrick, uh, Jason Witten coming back. It's just... I, oh my gosh. You, you're killing me, Smalls. You're the reason we suck. That's How? what it is. Because you don't, I don't have a problem with Jason Witten coming back. Because you do not get... Such, you don't get on these Cowboys enough, and you're too much of a fan. You've got now. I'll give it to you. You are hard on Jason Garrett, and that's fair. But some guy who has not won a Super Bowl for this team, that is now a broadcaster, just gets to come back for two million dollars on a one-year deal. That's apparently going to be the sa- the end all. I never said he was going to save the team. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying that everybody. Okay, that is just. Move on! Go get somebody else. I don't understand what your problem is, though. Here. Because people are laughing at us, Micah. How are they laughing at us? Clearly Stephen A wasn't. It's not just, no, it's not, it's nothing to do with Stephen A. It's just everybody else in the world of, in the world of sports. What do they always say? The cow, you know, either it's the, the Cowboys are an accident waiting to happen. They're not good enough. They'll, they'll break your heart once you, well, you know, when, whenever they need to. Uh, they, obviously we haven't won a Super Bowl. We can barely get past our division around. We dang sure can't get to the championship game. Okay. And here I am sitting watching. Jason wins. Say, you know what? I like this broadcast thing, but I want to come back. And Jerry Jones is like, "Come on back, son. It's okay." I mean, we're never gonna win, man. We're never gonna win. Really? That's like you got you. You're just looking at me. I just can't believe that you're so upset about this. I can't believe that you're like thinking that and like. I seriously don't get okay. what your issue is. Legitimately, ask me what he's gonna do for this team. He's gonna be a nice blocker. He's gonna create discipline on the offense. Go get sub. a blocker that's twenty-five years old. Who? I don't care. Who has the discipline that Jason Witten has? Oh, Jesus! Anybody else in the league? Well, clearly not on the Cowboys because they all cause we a are lot of penalties. Literally, that's on the defensive side. We are literally bringing back players that are retired. Retired players on our team. It cannot get any more bad news bears than that. Maybe the fact that everyone's getting suspended. (laughs) (laughs) This team. (laughs) I got nothing. I just can't believe. I thought once he, and I love Jason Wynn. Has nothing to do with him. Great guy. Great player for us. But your time is done. It's just, it's, it's, it's over. There's a time when you need to admit that you need to stop playing football. He was an okay broadcaster, not as good as Tony Romo. I'll give Tony Romo that. But uh, what's the poll say? It's 3-1. On what side? Yes. I'm out. I'm out. I actually was the only one that voted no. Whatever. I mean. uh, I think he'll help, but he won't save this team. You can do the talking. 
I just can't believe anybody. I can't believe. I just can't believe that anybody. Is everybody okay with this? Yes. I mean, like you're the only one that clearly has a problem with this. It's not a bad. I mean, it's not like he's a sucky player or anything. Like he's not. Okay, that was the problem. He's a 37 year old dad that's coming off the broadcasting booth back to the Cowboys. It's time to keep moving. What do you forward. want him to do? Go play for we, the Patriots? No, he's not. No, because the Patriots would be smart enough not to pick up a thirty-seven-year-old dad. Off well, of him. Got... Do not say it. He he's got <laughs> okay, six Super Bowls, and you are comparing him to Jason Wynn. That is so insulting. Oh. Okay, whatever. We we are. Can we just move on to Pickums now? We are never going to win. We are never going to win a Super Bowl. Because we oh, keep looking in the past. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. Clearly, the only one in this town that thinks it's a bad idea, so whatever. Put Lane Banderaj on offense. He'd probably block better than Jason Witten. Just get somebody different. It's time to move on. Because you know where this leads to? Hey, Tony, Tony you want to come back and play? You want to come back and play? This is just so Jerry Jones-esque to do. I mean, like... It's just frustrating. Can we please... You honestly think Tony will leave the booth, though? No, because he, he's the best broadcaster. Because Jason Witten wasn't really... Tony Rowe was the best broadcaster in sports. Hands down. That is... He's so good already? at it. Oh, yeah. You're declaring and I was saying, I was saying that last year before anybody knew about him. He is so good at what he does. I'll give him that. But we have got to move forward. This is a new Cowboys. Just okay. stop mm-hmm. with the gimmicks. I'm done with it. I'm tired of it. Get your jersey retired. Get in the ring of honor. I don't care. Just please... Hopefully this is the last year. And it has nothing to do with him. It's just teams only can win if they move on. You cannot stick in the past because here we go, four more years or something like that, and he's 41 trying to still play. I don't think that'll happen. I'm just saying it could end up there. But I just, for the laughing stock of all of college, I mean, all of NFL football, and this just adds on to that. you have any last points? Nope. I'm just surprised that you're upset about it. I just got to tell you, better work out. For your sake, because I'm gonna come on the show and, uh, and I'm gonna get on to you if it doesn't. All right, it's all have I gotta fun say. with that because that ain't happening. Whatever, we will see. Okay, we'll see. We will see. <sighs> Let me take let's a breath. Real the, quick. Let me take a breath pick-ums. real quick. Coming up on the hot seat here, Pickums. Before the Pickums, though, we are going to get a little bit into this Johnny Manziel situation. He was released by the Canadian Football <laughs> League. Micah, before we get into the Pickums, I want to know. Is Johnny Football's career in football over? Will we see him again? That's coming up here on the Hot Seat. You're listening to UTARadio.com. Welcome back to the Hot Seat here on UTARadio.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio FX, and Facebook Live. I'm Micah Cock Cole, alongside the greatest Birdman on Earth and Creighton Branch, even though he's very frustrated about Jason Witten. Just saying, man. Still love you though. Great. Have fun having your uh, your ring finger empty because we'll never have a Super Bowl as long as he's on the team. Great player. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying we gotta move forward. Okay. Nonetheless, getting right into the segment as okay. we are around eight minutes left here on our time on the hot seat. We probably will go over just a little bit. No big deal. We are the hot seat. We do what is necessary. That's that is exactly right. So Johnny Manziel, Mike, I want to get your thoughts on this real quick. Johnny Manziel got released. Basically let go by the whole CFL, not just the team. But basically it was almost like a, hey, you're gone off the team and we don't want you in the league in a way. That's really what it said, uh, what the team said. My question to you, Micah, is we had the AAF 
the Lions of American football, and the XFL will be next year. And we got the NFL. Johnny Manziel has already been through the NFL. He's trying to find his way back there. I think he realized how big of an opportunity he messed up, and he's starting to get back, which I, you, have, you have to give him credit for that. My question to you is, because of this move, them letting him go, if Johnny Manziel can't make it in the CFL, is his, is his football career over? Unfortunately, as, as sad as I hate to say it, I think it is, if he can't. If he can't. I, I just don't know because, I mean, he's he's caused so much issues off the field. Man, you really hurt your your reputation at this point. I, I just – I loved the guy in college. I loved the way that he played. He was so great. And the fact that his talent kind of went to waste is so unfortunate. He literally had the starting job lined up for him at, at Cleveland, and now he's all of this, all because he couldn't handle whatever issues he had off the field. That is really unfortunate. Really unfortunate, and I feel bad. Like, I feel sorry for the guy, but, I mean, you do have to be able to handle your business off the field. It is, uh... It it, it just... It's unfortunate. Now, do I think... Do I think his NFL... Not his NFL. I'm, I'm going to say football. Let's keep it there first. Do I think his football career days are over? I don't think so, but they're definitely they're he's on he's riding the line, man. He's kind of like on his last line exactly. of defense if if he even gets another chance and in it, the and it's, it, or it's, in the AAF. And I think I think what's gonna happen is I, I really hope this will happen is next year when the XFL is into uh fruition and in their inaugural season, I think he's going to be because they're going big time right now. You can see with the coaching moves they've made. I think that um he could possibly be the I want. I don't want to say poster child, but the. I, I guess you could say the face of the XFL. I think he's going to be one of the star-studded athletes there. I think they got a good. I think he's got a good chance to be there. I think they were going to want to check into that and and possibly look to sign him. I think he'd be a big ticket getter still. I mean, he's still a name. When you say Johnny Manziel, everybody knows who he is. Everybody now, whether that's good or bad, it's still publicity. And one thing we know about what this XFL is trying to do, it is publicity. And also, at the same time, still be a formidable league. Uh, but this really hurts Johnny's Johnny's football career because it's not like it's not like he you know got cut because of talent. You know they let him go because he broke a conduct violation in his contract. What do you think that is? One of two things: drugs, really or, drugs sure. or alcohol. It has to. It's Johnny. I mean, it's that's probably is it's one, one of two. That's the one. Two. That's the two things he has struggled. Uh, even before Anum, it's the, it's the things he struggled with, and it's just for to see someone try so hard to break it. It's like a Josh Gordon situation, and to, and he's and still Josh and, Gordon's kind of just like, oh my, what am I supposed to do? And he's still working, you know, and and Johnny's still working on it. But man, it just it just sucks to see someone so talented. Because he was, I mean, this, and he still is. To be honest, I still think he's got that talent. I still think he does. It's not like it's gone. It's just, it's, it's just unfortunate. Because I remember watching this kid. Man, he was something special. Yeah, I remember watching him specifically because I was there whenever. Well, I was there to watch it. 
whenever he played at Texas A&M for those couple of years. Yeah. And he turned that program around on his own. He's the reason that stadium's where it is. He's literally the reason. And where that college really is all, I mean, that's, I mean, like, because they were known, but now they're really known. And there's a reason recruits come there now. It's because of what he's done. Exactly. It's the big reason why that program turned around. Oh, absolutely. He gave them a big economic boost. And they tell you that. They won't, they're not shy from that. They'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. It just, I totally agree. It just, it sucks. It sucks to see someone that was so promising. I loved this guy in college. I loved everything about him. I loved his game. He was just so talented. And the weird, I loved his, Ability to carry a team on his back. And the weird thing is with Johnny is, I haven't seen this a lot, but he's one of the very rare people in this world that makes more money outside of football than he does playing football with his family's business, the oil business. And uh, that that hurts him too because to him, football's a hobby. It's not a job. He doesn't need it. You know, if he now, I don't, I don't know his personal life, so I don't know if his dad's cut him off or anything. But uh, nonetheless, if he hasn't, it's just a hobby to him. He makes more money off of it than, than he makes on football. It doesn't matter to him. But I, I'm rooting for the kids still. I want, I want him to have another go at the NFL. But if that's not in the cards, at least the XFL. We're moving on. What's the poll say real quick, Micah? Uh, let's take a look here for a moment real quick. It was about 50, it was 50-50. Okay, perfect. Okay. Well, that's, that so, tells you where we're turning. Kind of off to... All right, so let's All right. head to Pickums. Uh, let's go ahead and go to Pickums. Go ahead and put that next poll up as first so, Pickham. What do we, we want to go with first? How about we start with? We're starting with Duke and North Carolina, the big matchup, number three versus number four of the weekend. This is the blockbuster game, Micah. Real quick, who do you have in this game? Well, this is an interesting game. Um, obviously, this game is always one of the top-notch games of the year. Oh, by far, and. It's one that we talked about before the first matchup. Unfortunately, Zion did have to get hurt in that game. But I, I think honest, I honest, I honestly believe this. I think Duke wins that game if they have Zion. Oh yeah, and unfortunately, so he got hurt. I mean, I think the, the game takes a totally different direction. I think Zion's going to come out. He's going to play this game. Oh really? And I think Duke is going to win this game in UNC. Get the revenge, and then the, we'll get a third matchup in the conference tournament. Okay. I do not think Zion's going to play because he didn't play yesterday. And if he didn't play yesterday, the Duke-North Carolina game is so much more physically grueling than that game. I think they're going to hold him out. And they said this, they're probably going to hold him out until the ACC tournament quarterfinals next next week. I think they'll do that. I don't think they'll rush him back. However, I think that because of his injury, they got thrown into a little bit of a, oh no, what do we do kind of thing. They weren't ready for it. As Trey Jones said in the locker room. And... uh Marquise Bolden, was, I forgot, is that his name? I can't remember for sure. Um, his first name is Marquise, at least. But he mentioned that this is an event, they want to avenge the loss beforehand. And I think they'll do exactly just that. I think this team is has put a target on North Carolina's back since that loss. That's, that's not the Duke team. Now, you could throw that big blowout loss because they were all rattled at Zion loss, but now... Now they've played with them four straight without him, four straight games, figured out how to run that offense. Granted, it's not been the prettiest. They're not as efficient, but they still win ball games. I think Duke wins this one very close, but I'm gonna pick Duke. Up that's next, a fair, that's a fair pick. And that one ended up oh, seventy five percent to twenty five Duke. in Duke's favor. Okay, up next, uh, do you want to do Michigan? Let's Michigan do. State? We got let's, Michigan. Let's start with that. Start Michigan and Michigan State. Who you got, Micah? Real quick. Man, this is a tough one, man. I mean, these two teams have been really good this year. They've been rock solid. Uh, this one, I believe, is at Michigan, right? Yes. Okay. I'm going to take the Wolverines in this one. They looked pretty good against Maryland the other day, a couple days ago. Uh, I think that they can get another big win here to pad that resume to try and get them maybe to a two seed. 
This is a to- this is a toss up for me. I wanted to pick Michigan State, but what I saw, as you said, from against Maryland, and what the what this team has talent wise, Michigan State has it too. But man, Michigan's got a lot of talent. I'm gonna pick Michigan in any in a close one too. I think we're gonna get two close games on Saturday, and this it, it, one this should be a fun weekend. This, actually, this will there's be a lot a, on the line. This huh? will be a fun weekend, and I do think that Michigan will pull away at the end, win about by two or three, but it's going to be nip and tuck the entire time. I got Michigan winning, Michigan winning this game. What's the poll on that one? Uh, it's 33% Michigan State, 67% Michigan. Oh, wow. Okay. So, okay. All right. Let's 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 get Texas in. Up next, a TCU. big one for Texas as they are on the bubble here. If they lose this game, you could basically say their season is over. TCU season is basically, I believe, close to over, not wrapped up. Well, TCU, I think, they're, will still get into the tournament. They're right there. They're they're on the bubble. Major implications right now. for both these teams. Whoever, both? whoever wins is probably safe. The other team's probably out. Who do you got winning this game, Micah? Uh, this is a tough game, but this is in Austin. And Texas, earlier last week, beat the living snot out of <laughs> Ohio State. I think that they'll get another big win here. They always seem to find a way to come around whenever it just counts. Like whenever the whatever that needs to be done, especially at home, they've been I, able to do it this year. I'm gonna pick Texas too, because I just think that they they just I think they match up okay with TCU. Um, however, I don't think this. I think they still need to win another game. They in the still tournament. need to win one in the tournament. I think. But I'm gonna pick so, them for this game one because it's at home. It'll be senior night, and that's a big deal. We know how much of a momentum boost that can be for teams. So I'm gonna pick them in this one for sure. Oh yeah, that's a big big game for. For Texas and TCU coming up, they're both looking for tournament bids. What do the fans now, say? Uh, it is six or seventy-five percent in favor of Texas. Okay, one person picked TCU. Oh man, of course. I'll leave that uncovered. What do you want to start? Do you want to start with the significance of Georgia? Actually, let's, let's go to the women's side here. We'll start with the UTA, women's side. Let's start with UTA and Texas State. Texas State going on, on the, the road to San Marcos. Side. We talked about this earlier, so we're going to go right into our pickums here. Michael, who do you have winning? Well, the women's side. I really think UTA is going to pull this out. I don't think they should have an issue as long as they just go in and play the right way. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't ever really worry about the women. I all. don't see this team having any issue. I think they're going to come out. I think they'll be looking to come out a lot faster than they did the past two times. I think that's going to be the point of emphasis for this game, particularly. And they're going to shoot the lights out. I think this game this will be over quick in the first half, and they'll be coasting all the way into. I'm going to say it, a number one seed. In the in the Sun Belt tournament, because I sure I, so, I think I, mean, I think that Little Rock is going to lose one of their two games, one of yeah. their two games, and we are we are going to get that one seed. All right, I like that pick. Now, I like that pick. That up was next, major implications for the men. Before we actually get into the men's game, we got Georgia State, Georgia Southern. I believe Georgia Southern has to lose that game for the men to have Correct. a shot at a number two seed on Correct. our end, and that would give us a triple buy. Now, a win guided still gives us a three seed, That's which fair. would jump us up. But I mean, a two one, seed's nice. But a two seed would be really nice. That's another game you don't have to play. Triple by. Yeah, another game you don't have to play. So Micah, real quick, I'm not gonna dive in too much into that game. Who do you have? Well, this Wait, game, what was the poll? What was the poll for the women's? That was hundred percent for the women. Perfect. Okay. So that I like that. So keep going. So Georgia Southern, uh, they've been great all year. They were projected to finish second. Georgia State projected to finish number one. Winner of this game finishes number one. <laughs> Ironically. I'm gonna go with Georgia State. I'm gonna stick with the preseason prediction on this one. I think that they'll find a way to win that game. 
I'm picking and, and pull through for UTA. I agree. I like what I see from Georgia State. Georgia Southern is a great team too. Thank but, goodness but, they're both really. This should be a fun game to watch. Actually, where are they playing that game at? Uh, they're playing at Southern. Okay, that would hurt. That that hurts. Georgia a State bit. did win the first game, but I think Georgia State's going to have this one locked up. It's going to be a tight contest, but I do think that Georgia State will pull this one through. I sure and, hope so. And last but not least, Micah. Can't. Our men. Man, that was 67% in favor of Georgia State. Perfect. Our men, the UTA Mavericks versus the Texas State Bobcats here at the College Park Center. 7 o'clock, the whiteout. The game for Actually, all. Actually, it's a 2 o'clock. So 2 sorry. o'clock, sorry. The game So we play before all. Georgia State and Georgia Southern. Oh, so we man. can put some pressure on Georgia That's Southern right. with the win. Two place, number two. All the naysayers say we, were, we said we were going to be 11 preseason. We have a shot to be the second best team in the Sun Belt finishing this year. Final time this year, Micah, at the College Park Center. Who do you got? Dude, those guys, I think they're going to come out and play their best <laughs> game of the season. I really do. They're going to come out on senior night, and they're going to play their butts off for Scott Muirhead. <laughs> I think Scott Muirhead's going to play on this that, game, too. There's the, another bold prediction. That's the, that's the reason. I, I think Scott Muirhead is going to come out and play in this game, and he's going to get a large ovation. Big Bill. Bill, give it to me. I want Bill in this game. I don't care. I you, want Bill in this game. You already here first, Coach. I want Bill in this game. Put, and I, th- I think in. I think they're gonna play their best game of the season. They're gonna win this by twenty. They're gonna rock them. Holy em. cow! They're gonna rock them. Okay. <laughs> On senior night, I think the senior night's gonna play a big factor into this game. These guys are wanna gonna come out and, and you want to finish over five hundred. They're too. gonna yeah, and they're gonna want to show out and they want to finish over five hundred. There's a lot more riding on the line just to see. That's the most important part. But there's a lot more under this game. I picked the guys to lose one of the last two games last weekend. They did not. I think they find a way. It's going to be ugly. I think they have to come back from a deficit. But Micah, I am picking the UT Arlington Mavericks to win this weekend. Hey, that's all that matters, a win. That's and it. to Just lock win. up the number two seed in the Sun Belt. And we will be NOLA bound by Thursday and play on Friday. Yo! And I'm excited for that, man. It'll be a lot of These fun. These two teams are going to be fun to watch. I th- if the guys can somehow get the two seed, I really think they got a shot to win the tournament. I think it I helps. Do. It helps out a bunch. But one thing I know for sure is that everyone's got to come out to the College Park Center this weekend that possibly can. They need your support. Uh, this is this is a big time for UTA, man. This is and they, Joseph they were not Scanlon picked. is claiming that there's no seniors, but he's actually incorrect. There is one senior, Scott Muirhead. Yeah, is Bill, a Joe, Bill, Bill is a senior. Yes, he's a junior eligibility wise, but academically is he is a senior, and he did tell us he could, earlier in the season that he was probably not going to play next Joe, year. Joe gets his butt burned on the hot seat last week, and then he can't even get his facts right. Do your research before you come back on this show, Joe. I mean, technically, he's right at, as far as eligibility wise but he already did mention to us that he probably will not come back it's over for bill but it's been a great it's been a great run for bill um we'll be we'll we'll be sad to see him go but just like sierra johnson diane machado and lord mcgowan lord billy wonders for this i'm sure scott muirhead cares about academics joe he's done a great job he's done a great job supporting this team and being part of the uh the heart of this team i would say any last before we go any last points in scott I uh, love the guy. Okay. And couldn't. I hope he plays 30 minutes and scores 50 points, but that won't happen. Well, it's eight minutes past the hour Joe, here. Academically-wise, he's a senior. Oh, my gosh. How much more do I have to keep telling you this? We're he not, graduates after this year. We're not fighting about this here on the hot seat. We're already eight minutes over, but that is the hot seat, so we can do what we want here on UTC. <laughs> I mean, Killing me, Smalls. <laughs> Killing me. That is all the time we have for the hot seat here tonight on UTRadio.com. My name is Creighton Branch, the man next to me. Is Micah Ka.
Cole, before we get out of here, Michael, what was that poll? 80% in UTA's favor. Go Mavs. Go Mavs. Mavs up. That's all the time we have for today. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., we thank you. We will let you know if we are going to do a spring break show next week. We will keep you posted. We're going to talk about that. But that's all the time we have for the hot seat here tonight. Once again, my name is Crates Branch, the man next to me, Micah Cole. This is the hot seat on UTARadio.com. We will possibly see you next week, but if we don't, we'll see you the week after that. Thank you for everybody joining. See you then.